So is it all right if I ask your name? Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Brutal Truth, where we take on the hard, hard topics, any topic, really, but try to have good discussions where we give our own opinions, but also try to understand all sides of the topic. Today is episode three. Episode three. I know for those of you that probably uh, are watching this live, you saw a thing popped up said episode two. I'm actually kind of leaving it as episode two, even though it's episode three, because we weren't able to post episode two anywhere. Um, because two. because someone's microphone decided. Um, yeah, Nat. What the heck? To what to crap to out. <laughs> totally was <wasn't> mine. <clears throat> Rosie. Um. But anyways. <laughs> So at least we are working now. That's all that matters, right? That's that's what yeah. matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. <laughs> um. So thank you for everyone who's uh who is choosing to be here and and listen or watch today. We are we have a amazingly special guest uh, a good friend of mine from the tick not the tick i almost said tiktok guys i've been so focused on tiktok lately it's so bad yeah you're posting like five a day it's amazing but that's because there's that's oh. because everyone's talking to you but anyways let's get this intro first we have a wonderful special guest her name is kalaska i know her from twitch sings she is an absolutely amazing amazing musician um if you haven't heard her you need to, if you do exclamation point Kalaska, it will give you a link tree to all of her, all of her stuff, her, her socials, her, her new song, which she just came out with a new song. I have yes, been paying okay. attention. Um, if I wasn't so, <laughs> I so if good. I wasn't so busy with other things, I would have been like, send me a copy of your song so I can play it. But maybe we'll still get to do that. Who knows? But anyways, the point being, we have an amazingly special guest here and we're going to talk about music what it's like being a musician being in the music industry we actually have two people that are big into music kalaska is a musician and and rosie is a broadway uh actress so she's into singing in the broadway and one and another person sing and i'm just gonna stand here and or sit here and and let you guys talk probably that's gonna be mostly what i do if i were guessing but um we'll you know we'll see we'll see where we we'll see where it goes from here but anyway yeah. so thank you for for joining us kalaska this is this is awesome so i'm exciting. so looking forward to it of course thank you for having me i'm excited yeah. to be here this is where people are going to see some things i need to turn you up a little bit we're gonna go okay 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 there you go better oh. now we can hear um so <laughs> the yes the, thank the, you for having me yeah, it was, it was absolutely our pleasure. So first thing I want to ask, because again, we talked about your song. What is the name of the new song that you, that, that, that you just released? The new one is called Autopilot. Autopilot. What, yes. what is Autopilot about? So it's kind of about that mood when, you're, when you kind of get into a depression and everything just becomes a cycle and you can't get out of it. So you are just living day to day and you know that you should be feeling differently maybe you have things in your life that are happy but you just can't get out of that rut you're in and you're basically cruising through life trying to get out of this depression but you can't you're stuck in it okay 
uh, I think we have yeah. a few people probably that can that can uh that understand what that what oh, that's yeah. like. Um place. I know, yeah. I know. I, I'm sure I'm sure as most of you probably did, I probably I dealt with that big time during COVID. It was like yeah. COVID was like a just just get up and keep hoping you can make it to the next <laughs> to the next day, you know? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um it's it was so different because all of a sudden just all of your outside source of friends and even extended family or maybe even your intermediate family your would just you couldn't really talk or see any of them which is yeah. something i feel like we all as a whole have not dealt with before or, so it was crazy or even a step farther the people you were living with you saw so much that you felt yes, you much. almost felt it the exact same way because yeah. there was never the escape yes yeah absolutely yeah Okay. And it was No, sorry. no, you go. No, you go. Go go. I was just going to say it was almost a little bittersweet too because at, at least personally for me, right when the pandemic was happening, I was actually going to quit my job and start doing music full time and then it just so happened the week that was my last week, that's when everything shut down. And at wow. first I remember thinking, I mean obviously not the crazy awfulness of it, but I personally I was like wow, it'll be nice to like have a week break. Like then we'll get back. I'm like, so how naive. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Two weeks turns into two years. How, yes. how much farther after you stopped, you decided to go full-time music, did you start Twitch Sings? Because I feel like it wasn't that much longer, was it? We started Twitch Sings before then. You did? Mm -hmm. I started Twitch Things in January 2020, and then I'm pretty sure oh, everything okay. shut down in March. Yeah, yeah like so April, right. beginning yeah. of April is when really things started shutting down. Okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you have the ability to say this, but I feel like we had this conversation. Twitch contacted you to start Twitch Things, didn't they? I know, yeah. I, I don't think that I could get in trouble for that, but yeah. I, it's funny because I set up a Twitch account maybe like maybe four years before that, before 2020. And I always had the intention, yeah, I'm going to stream. It's going to be great. But I never got to it. And then they messaged me, I think it was December 2019, and said, hey, we're starting this new thing, Twitch Sings. We'd love for you to try it out. We'll, um, you know, pay you to do a certain number of hours per week and yeah. for a couple months. And I was like, this is great. This is my opportunity to have some. That's amazing. And, and you, were, you weren't the only one. There was quite a few people that were, were, were brought in and they yeah. found you because you were, you were getting pretty big on YouTube, right? That was, that was yeah. really where you were pushing stuff at that moment. YouTube and Instagram mostly. Okay. I was trying everywhere, but those were the places that were kind of sticking. Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember yeah. when I first saw you. And that was the crazy thing. Like, I like you know, I love Twitch things. I loved Twitch things. I still love Twitch things. But and they did this, which was a great idea. They, you know, they got all these people that were musicians well known. They brought, you know, they mm -hmm. brought in um, I can't even remember his name now, a guy who was sang in American Idol. They brought in a guy who, who they brought in a uh, a, uh, a woman who was in one of the other music competition things. I don't even remember which one, the but voice? they didn't, I think it might've been. Yeah. But they didn't teach any of you 
what streaming was all about. Oh, oh no. So, so, oh, so Kalaska and all of these yeah. other people came in and they just, and no offense, uh, but no, yeah. <laughs> Go I had <laughs> I had conversation with Kala and she she I mean she's okay with it because I literally had a Discord conversation with her after she'd been going for a couple weeks or something like that and yeah. I was like, do you want to sit here and talk about what streaming is all about? <laughs> because she had no idea, but none of them did. They came on and they just started doing their own thing and they never paid attention to chat and they never exactly. sang with Terrifying. people in Twitch sings. I mean. Kalaska did. You were you were okay with it, but there were some that just almost ignored chat altogether. They just went really? on and sang and were singing solos. They weren't even singing duets with people. And it was all oh, because they didn't know. And yeah. I was like, I actually messaged the guy who was running Twitch Sings, and it was too late because it was obvious they were going downhill. But I actually messaged him and I was like, you need to partner these people that you are paying to be on with a streamer someone who is knows how to stream so they can say you know whether it's just meeting them with them offline or doing a party or doing something because they lost so much like hype because yeah. the people came on and did not engage and the whole yes. point twitch sings big thing was engagement and yes. so much engagement so helpful. was lost Oh, I'm sure. I can't imagine just getting thrown into streaming. Well, and that's yeah, why I was... when when I I mean I heard if you haven't heard Kalaska sing, follow her, follow her, follow her. Her voice Thank is you. so friggin' amazing. And it was one of those things where she did a duet. I don't know if you did a duet with me or I found one of your duets. I don't know which it was, but I heard it and I was just like, and this is when Twitch sings would like like it's one of those things where Anytime I found someone that was good, I would go, the first thing I would do is like, look and see if they were actually streaming. Mm. And then if they were, I would go onto their stream and be like, you're awesome, which is pretty much what I did. I practically fangirled on Kalaska on the first time. And she's got, she's got like, there are some people that, you know, they have very light voices. You have such, you have this like power behind your voice. You don't even look like you're going to sing. I only know one other person, actually two other people. Rosie's like that too. But like, there are very few people that you see them. Like, I look like I'm blaring. Like that's, <laughs> I have a loud voice. I have a loud voice and it's fine. I accept it. I have a loud voice, but I will close my eyes. I will put my head up and I will just open Damn, up everything amazing. and just let it out where you're just like, uh, uh, like you're barely open your mouth and somehow you're like blasting everybody out of the water. And it's, I, it's so cool. I used to get on YouTube like complaints about not opening my mouth enough by people probably who've never sang a note in their life. Exactly. That's but, who yeah, come from. <laughs> they, which like, I mean, to their, to, it's, it is true. Like, but I never, I've never taken any singing lessons. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just throwing a video up here for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like yeah. trying to teach me how to sing. And I'm like, you're not going to win this battle today. I'm not going <laughs> to learn this. It's, it's not going to happen. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> just accept it. it. And it works but, for you. It was. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm obviously, obviously super happy that, that 
we did get to run into each other because like I said, your voice is awesome. We've had some awesome duets together that I will always remember. Like I know. Alanis Morissette and all those like your Alanis yeah. Morissette was just killer. Always. Thank you. Always. That's such a compliment. I love her. <laughs> what what was your favorite song to sing on Twitch Sings? Me or yeah. Maddie? Me uh, both of you. Why not? <laughs> That's a good question. If I'm being completely honest, I think like you were saying, um, when I first started, I had no idea how to tackle all of it. And it's a lot. Even now, I've been streaming now for, what, two years? And I still, my audio is messed up sometimes. My video is messed up. Like, I can't get it down. It's just not my strong suit. And so when all of that was being thrown at me, plus, like, how to work the game and everything else, I feel like it took a lot of the fun away for me for singing. And also with that game, a lot of it was like pitch matching right so if you tr you like you i'm sure you guys know if you try to make it your own it would like go off and stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i'm a perfectionist like awfully and so in the beginning too with twitch sings that was very hard for me because i'd be like oh my god i'm just like i'm not doing so great yeah. and like i would focus on that and so i don't even know that there were too many songs that i love to sing Thing on there because I was just too hard on myself like mm. there's none that stand out it's but I feel like now now I've lost some of the perfectionism so now if I had it I'd probably be able to have a little more fun yeah, and take yeah, it absolutely. less seriously it, it was the same for me when I started so I started probably two months before you did um it, which is funny because by the time you came on it seemed like everybody knew me, but I literally only started yeah. at the beginning of November. Like that was the Crazy. first November. I don't even remember the date off the top of my head. It was like, it was like the weekend or two after TwitchCon. And I made this deal with my chat that I was like, if I hit this certain goal, I'll do it. They've been wanting me to sing. And I was like, fine, I'll do Twitch sings if you do it. And I did it and I did it for like 10 hours and I pretty much stopped doing every other thing that I did and only did Twitch things after I did that. But all of yeah, the sudden, you like, like a pro, I went, <laughs> I, I seriously, I went from 700 followers to almost 3000 followers by the time you, by the time, almost, wow. I went to like oh, 2000 probably by that time. And then I jumped up another like thousand or something when I got, when I was, um, uh, featured on the front on the on the shelf in twitch things awesome um so but it yeah i just that makes sense to me because i also felt like when twitch things was a thing that i was growing a little bit faster before they took it away and i think it was because it was so niche like there weren't there was you know a good group of people but it yeah. wasn't well, they made it really, they made it really, and I actually had a conversation with the guy who ran Twitch Sings. They actually on purpose made, they, they made it easy for you to get followers. I mean, that's why in Twitch Sings, yeah. there was just the, you know, they had a follow button right there yeah. for you. You didn't even have to work for it. So, I mean, which also killed a lot of us Twitch Sings streamers when Twitch yeah. Sings went away because those people there was a lot of people that didn't for went on twitch but they did twitch yeah. sings and when twitch sings never went know. away they never touched anything so mm -hmm. like right and there was an issue going on where 
if they followed you on Twitch things, but they never went on Twitch to watch you, it would actually dump the follow. So a lot of people oh. lost, like I lost like hundreds of followers after Twitch oh, things wow. went away because those people, there were so many people that just never went on my stream at all because they only did duets with me. Yeah. And they hit follow thinking that it would mean something, but it didn't actually mean anything on Twitch sings, but it meant something on Twitch. Yes. I forgot about that, that there was like a separate kind of follow on there. Yeah. Very vague in my memory. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the recess of your brain. Yeah, I'm going to like picture it. Yep, but yeah. <laughs> some people though, like had really cool, like when it would go to them singing, it would be like, they'd be on like an MTV video screen yeah. or something mm -hmm. like some people really went all out and I remember thinking like I don't know if I could ever do that like if I'll ever that seems so intense like <laughs> in again it's when you get if you look at my first twitch sing streams compared to the ones that I was doing in like January February April like around when I went full-time it's like I'm a different person like the, the way I did the songs, the way I did the streams, it was all so different. Like it, it was like night and day, like all of a sudden, that's when I started doing weird things like, like three star challenges. Like I got so good at singing with those that like I would challenge myself and with other people, like literally I would get on with like, it would be like, you could even be three of us and we'd do a party and we'd sing a song. And if I didn't three star it, I'd have to work out. And every time I failed, my workout would get harder and harder and harder. And it would be that way with all yeah. of us. It was so good. It was a. I it was so much fun. I wish I would bring it back. They I still might. I, they I still might. Really? Yeah. So when, on my like... last stream as a full-time streamer, Rashter, the guy who ran Twitch Things at the time, came on. And he actually said that while there's not, while there's no like, information and it's not like like imminent he would not be surprised if twitch sings came back at some point yeah. um That's they've just got things they've got to work out community. and it's pretty yeah. much just yeah my guess is it's just licensing and how they yes. they've, they've got to figure out a way to make money mm -hmm. because right. they probably weren't by the end yeah. i mean they added oh, yeah. so many songs that they they just probably weren't making money by the end It'd be cool though. It would be so it cool. It would be so cool. Dream On was my favorite. It has to be. Dream On and River. Those are the two. Those River, are the ones I became known for. River and Dream On. It was like mm -hmm. everyone. If if I didn't have to sing Dream On and River at least three times in every stream, it was a bad stream because <laughs> there was no that means there was nobody watching. Those are great songs though. Like if you have to sing, do Maybe you guys like can relate to this. Sometimes there are songs that people request request in streams that I hate singing, but I'll be like, well, you know, they want to hear them, so I'm gonna do yeah. them. But every time I'm like, oh, no, like, I, so I hated the ones. You know, the ones I hated were the ones that were female lead songs. I, I love the songs, but they were all in female keys. Yes. So yeah, I either okay. had to be like, or I was like. Hey! And it sounded horrible, but everyone wish... loved watching me suffer. So who cared? I wish they let you transpose the key. That would have been nice. I don't think nice. they ever got oh, that yes. far. Maybe if yeah. they bring it back. Maybe. That would be, that would be so like helpful. Mm -hmm. 
that would take because technically all of those songs were actually record like twitch so when twitch sings got the rights to the songs they had a band that would record like mm -hmm. the backtrack so they'd either need a system like some yeah. sort of software that could actually change the keys yes, for for them or they would have to do multiple keys yeah, yeah. when which... i was growing up i had a karaoke machine and i remember they it had like a little transpose button yes and what was really trippy though is like obviously you'd transpose it at once the song started but when it first starts it's in the original key yeah. so then you'd like hit one down and all of a sudden it would be like yeah. it would seem yeah it seems so mm -hmm. off and you'd be like this isn't right but then a minute would kick in you'd go okay like that <laughs> this, this, is, this right. is cool this is some, this is right yeah. electric pianos have those now so i don't know yes. if they could implement it they could they could hopefully okay so so i want to get i want to i want to learn i want to i've known you for for you know over two years and i feel like there's actually not as much that i know about you other than you're an amazing musician um how did you. you get into music in the first place like obviously at one point you were working and doing music did being a musician was that something you always wanted to do um, yeah you know even like when i go through all of my pictures and things notes from elementary school i always wrote that i wanted to be a singer and then when i was in middle school like i was so certain i was like i am like my myspace handle is gonna be famous which is so cringe <laughs> now <amazing>. myspace <laughs> no, people here we are <laughs> we are oh here we are who remembers <laughs> myspace and had a myspace oh, page oh my baby i loved myspace it was my and put I out loved it had your five friends the, the, <laughs> your five special <laughs> friends yes. that were in your favorited section Oh, yeah. And then there'd be fights, like if you moved like your top around. <laughs> yes. Oh, heads would roll. Yes. I'd spend like hours and hours and hours doing like HTML codes to make my site like different colors oh, and this and gosh. that. And it's like, my space. Or the songs. That was the best part was picking it was. out your song. Yes. Oh, but I miss that. <laughs> me too. But so in elementary school, I mean, in middle school, that's when I was like, my that's when we got the karaoke machine i was like okay like all my friends would come over and i'd make them do karaoke for like 10 hours none of them were musicians at all and they'd be like we're done and i'd be like no we have to sing <laughs> even more and um but yeah i was just obsessed with it and then i didn't really do any when i got to high school it kind of reality set in i was like i'm from a small town I probably, you know, I'm not going to really go anywhere. The internet wasn't as huge then. Mm. So, and I loved, I love living in my town too. So I wasn't about to move to California, do that sort of route. Yeah. And I kind of let it die. I was like, I guess this just life isn't for me. I don't even know what I'll do, but I'll figure it out. And then maybe around 2015-ish, I was, me and my best friend were always saying we were going to start YouTube channels. And we never did. And then one night on a whim, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just throw up a cover. And I did. And then I, again, like OCD got addicted. And I just threw up a cover every single week for about six years. I could not stop. Wow. And then, yeah, it kind of snowballed from there. Were they different songs every week? 
Yes. And it was wow. the worst. It was probably like, I was probably the most stressed in my life I've ever been. <laughs> it was so, and I can't this. even imagine get that many this. weeks. Me neither. That's, get this. hold on. That's over I, 300 different songs that you covered. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. And I would, I am so stupid. I would not learn the song throughout the week. I would learn the song at midnight the night before. And so like, let's say I think for a while, like I was, I would record on Thursdays because I was off from my job. And so Wednesday night, I'd be like, okay, I'll pick this song. And I'd listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. And then I'd wake up Thursday morning at like 7am without learning the song at all. And I'd look at the chords and I would sing it for like, I'm not exaggerating eight to nine hours because again perfectionism right and i would i would just be like no i messed up that word start over no i messed up that chord and i wasn't great at guitar then either not i'm not great now either but like false just false not, <laughs> don't not, listen not, to her I'm not gonna anybody listening to this is that is a false statement i have heard it plenty but, of times <laughs> but yeah it was i would just literally sing for like nine hours and then after that my mom would be home and so I'd have to pick one of those takes and I would be like devastated because I'd be like, nobody, everyone's going to think I can't sing. And this is just not, this is so permanent. Everyone has this one video to prove if I should be worthy of music, like doing music or not. And I would just go into this depression and then I would edit the video and then I'd post the video and then it'd be like midnight. So I'd spend like so long on it and then I'd, you know, repeat it the next week it was a dream Insane. <laughs> as you can tell that's crazy <laughs> i can't even imagine doing that many i think it i started doing covers much. like i think i did five of them and i was done yeah doing covers they're, they're taxing it's so much yeah because again like if you have any sort of like you just want it to be so good and you have this studio version that you're listening to that yeah. is so good and yeah. you're like i need to be as good as this which yeah. is impossible especially oh, yeah. like millions of dollars to put into the yeah song. yeah because like again i didn't know how to do anything audio wise really on youtube i started to learn like to throw reverb on it but i never really knew how to do like correcting pitch and stuff which would have saved me so much but yeah that was so it was so stressful well and and the worst i mean the the hard part now is you know i you know sick you know you say you were doing this now is that six years ago from now or six years ago from when you kind of started switching over to doing more like other um, stuff let's see i think i did it i think i did I started in like 2015 and then I think I did it up to like 2020 okay. and then I there I did like on and off because then I had my brother came to live with us and that kind of like changed when I could record and right. that's honestly what kicked me off of it so and then once I stopped I kind of took a step back uh, there, there was not to get like depressing but <laughs> there was this one um Right, I think it was 2019 Christmas. I was like, okay, I need to get the this Christmas song up, but I have to leave for vacation at 3 a.m. And like, of course, I didn't plan to do this until like 8 p.m. I didn't yeah. pack nothing, and I was doing it with my mom, and we just couldn't get it down. And probably around like 2 a.m., I was just like laying on my floor, 
crying and I was just oh, like no. I I was just like I didn't get my video up and just I my life is over basically <laughs> like just yeah. just I was so and then like maybe when I was on the plane I was like I don't think this is healthy for me. Like, I don't, I don't think yeah. I'm doing okay at this moment. And then, I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I get it. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. was a full-time streamer for two years and there were days where I was like, yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> it gets you, isn't it? It just like, it can make you either feel like the best person in the world or the worst person in the world. Yeah. Or both at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like when you get when you get a TikTok that blows up, but like half the comments are like chewing you out. And it's just like, oh great. I had a friggin' TikTok that decided to go viral, (laughs) which is great. But when you're getting like a thousand comments that are like roasting you, it's just like, God, come on. Yeah, it gives you anxiety. Yeah, because you just start to think like, am I an awful person? Like, yeah. you just think like, or a lot of people talented? don't like me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so, you have to yeah. have such a thick skin. I don't know. It's like that really video, do. it's like that TikTok that you saw. Yeah, well, of that I'm that I the one or the Instagram reel that I was telling that we were talking oh, about yes, beforehand. Yes, yes. So <laughs> I did an Instagram reel for everyone for everyone listening. I did an Instagram. Well, I did it as a TikTok, but I put it on Instagram too. I, basically, the the premise of it was I'm interviewing for a job after having been a full time content creator slash streamer, and in the interview, the the guy is actually asking what like what it meant what 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 does it mean being a content creator streamer so i'm like well so first it's like you know i was you know just making a fool of myself like a lot and then i was like and then you make tick and then you make posts on social media that you think will be great and then end up doing horrible and you think it's all your fault and then you realize it's not your fault social media just sucks so also you're expected to be good at 30 different things you know like you can't just be a singer you have Mm -hmm. to be a producer a mixer a master a videographer an influencer it's like this whole thing that you don't sign up for and you're like i it's the only way yeah well and then and then the next part of it is just it was exactly what it's like being a streamer is like and then the trolls and it's like like they're just on you all the time and then you're and then i was like yeah, yeah, you gotta have thick skin. And then I'm like, yeah, I just, I just, you know, cry and I just cry in the corner every evening. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry fine. about it. And it's like, but that's the way it was. Like, there was yeah. a period of time where when I was like towards the end of my full time career, when I was like realizing that Twitch Sings, I wasn't gonna be able to keep doing it after Twitch Sings. As much as I had some amazing, I have amazing people in this community, it wasn't too many of those people were only Twitch Sings. So I lost a lot of my consistent viewership once Twitch Sings went away. And I was, I would stream, I would try and be happy. I'd try and look like everything was okay. And then it would be done. And I would lay on the bed and not move. Yes, for like hours. (laughs) It's, It's funny too, because for some reason, for me, like when I stream and let's say, let's say for some reason I got a raid and I'd have like, I don't know, 50 people in there, which is crazy for me. 
I, like that you would think that would be a lot of energy but for some reason if like let's say I had two viewers in there that's so much more draining because the whole time all you're think like you just you know you don't have anyone to bounce off of yep. you're also yes. fighting yep. your depression because yes. you're like oh, yeah. what's wrong with me oh, yeah. everyone hates it was me. the part I hated excited. it was the part I hated most about doing being a music streamer like trying yeah. to do music after was oh. people would like all the time and be like, I love your voice. I love your voice. But what they would do is they would be doing other things and just listening to me sing and not no saying anything. Yes. So I'd be like talking to myself for hours on end. And it yeah. was just like, like yeah. I can talk to myself a lot, but, but not, not that long. Yeah. I think it's hard too with music, at least for like what I've found is sometimes I think like you said, a lot of people will put you on in the background to listen, which is like, we love those people, right? Absolutely. It's like, yeah, Absolutely. But at the same time, like, like there'll be some times where I'll be streaming and I'll have like a, a good amount of people there, but like nobody's requesting songs. Mm. And then I'm just like, I don't know what to do. It, yeah. Like there's, so, I have so many songs in here. It's giving, it's overwhelming me to yeah. pick one. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys want to hear. Yeah. And yep. yeah. No, I, I understand. So depressing. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, especially like, you know, with music, entertainment, like all that kind of stuff, you just want to make the person on the other side, like super happy. Yes. And you're not getting that engagement. You just don't know what to do. Oh, yes. And oh, then like, draining. I feel like sometimes I have such a hard time not like being like <laughs> letting my depression show. And then I'm like, shoot, like this, these people came here to have a good time. And I'm here just like bitching about the audio on my mic, just like ruining their day. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I love when streamers do that because there's human like you're a yeah. human being. You're allowed to have those feelings. That's and I feel good. like I... too many people are so scared to be to, to show that or to feel like they have to be perfect. They have to yeah. sing perfect. They have to act perfect. Mm -hmm. That you put on this facade and you can't just be yourself. So yeah. I think that's oh. such a wonderful quality you have. But well, here's you. the thing. Here's the thing. And that's part of the problem mm -hmm. with streaming as a whole is, yes, there is a group of people. Again, like, you know, th my community, the people that are around consistently, they don't care whether I'm having a bad day. They are... They will support me if I say I'm having a bad day and they will be there for me. But a large majority of people that watch streams, if they find out you're having a bad day and they hear you talking about it, they're going, that's not why I'm here. Yes. I want you to make me happy. Or I want you to minions. play a game and, 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 you know, do some crazy thing. If, if, you know, yeah. it's like if Ninja or Shroud started talking about their feelings, I guarantee their numbers would start plummeting, which is why <laughs> no. they probably never do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's, it's so horrible. Rough. It is. But. Yeah. It's, you're just it's, we also to entertain. It, yeah. it's which is it's, great i mean that's our it's the job but it is it is it's very and it's, hard you know i was i was watching another streamer and he was talking about his manager this is a big streamer and his manager said every time you go on vacation take like a thousand pictures of you doing different things all over wherever you are on vacation being happy and you will post them throughout the year it could be winter time and you post pictures of you on vacation in the summer and people love it because it makes them 
think yeah. that you're happy and it makes them think that you you know it makes them think about summer as when it's in winter and all these other things and it's like yeah that's a struggle I try to get over too is I think if I were not trying to pursue music I wouldn't be an avid social media user like mm. or if I was using it I don't I wouldn't post as much I don't yeah. I've never been somebody who like really loved taking selfies again like this is the perfectionism I'm trying to let die mm -hmm. but um it's it's a struggle with because when you are pursuing anything social online you're expected to post consistently like every day now it's like on 30 different apps and it's very oh hard God. if you don't you know want yeah. to like what do you do Seriously. you have to come up with so many things that's why like you're doing so good with that natty <laughs> it's just like well i, don't I mean know. it helps so tiktok tiktok does it different if you get into doing things like so when i was doing it's kind of interesting so when i first started doing tiktok it was funny stuff because that was that was my thing it just i've always been the the comedian kind of a person in a group that's just that's always what i do i like making people laugh um and then you know and then i had one like blow up when i say blow up i mean it had almost like a million views like it was blowing up and then some awesome. enough people enough people it was a it was it wasn't even one i did it was literally a it was a a duet that I did with someone else who did the funny thing. And all I did was laugh on it and somehow it started exploding. But then people, people reported it and it got dropped. And all of a sudden my, my, my views on everything just crashed. And yeah. I just went into like super depression after that <laughs> because yeah. I was like, I literally went from like maybe just un over a thousand followers to like, almost 9,000 followers in like yeah. a day. And I was like, yeah. I was on cloud nine. And then it just, then the anvil dropped on my head and life sucked and <laughs> social media sucked. And just, it was just so bad. I had I to really get to a point. So bad. I had so to get hard. to a, but, but where I went now, like once I decided I'm going to do this podcast, I'm going to, you know, you know, I was telling Rosie when I was talking about the podcast, I said, the purpose of this podcast is partially, I just like to talk. Yeah. I'm, I love <laughs> hanging out with people and talking about things that are going on in the world. It doesn't matter if it's a, it doesn't matter if it's a deep subject, a, you know, a casual subject. It doesn't matter. I just like to talk. So what I started doing was in my, in my, like, do I want my TikTok to grow? Yes. I want my TikTok to grow. Anyone who's listening to this, please follow my TikTok and be involved. I love it. I love it. I love it when people comment. I love having discussions in the TikToks, with, like in the comments with people. Um, so what I did was I do, I do a little bit of everything now. I sit here, you know, I'll make five TikToks that have to do with like the election. And then the next one I'll do is, you know, making fun of, you know, I did one where I'm just like, you ever, you ever start to do a TikTok and realize that you got nothing? 
and that, like that was the whole thing and i like dressed up in my in one of my in my red panda onesie and just walked up to like the camera with with a voiceover and it was hilarious and i loved it and it got me like it's i need to do like a little bit of everything now oh yeah or or the serious stuff will drive me nuts yeah. or yeah. i just can't keep up with the creativity because yeah. So now it's like I just do things and I respond to people's comments and then I do funny things and I just kind of go all the way around and and that's the only reason that I can do this right now is yeah. is nice I just kind of do a little bit of everything. It's nice that you are kind of like going with comedy too because I feel like like I so I started I relate to that I started like what TikTok I don't know last year the year before whatever couple of years ago and I was like kind of posting music stuff mostly yeah and then just on a whim I post this video of my mom falling asleep and <laughs> guess what it gets like seven million views and oh, like and, and and like everybody's commenting and they love my mom and she's the best person on earth and then like that was great because I was getting all these followers and I thought oh cool like they're gonna check out my music no nope. that was like so brutal because they really weren't there to follow me you know like they were just there for that funny video and nope. then like they wanted nothing to do with me so nope. then that threw all of my numbers off after that and then it then it was like a depressing thought of like well everybody loves my mom but like what's wrong with me like nobody oh, no. loves me yeah. you know and, and then which of course my mom is great but and that's where you need yeah. to get past the idea and you need to accept the fact that how like how much work you put into your social media content what it is all of that just doesn't matter literally yes. every post anybody listening to me every post that you put on social media is like throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping yes. something sticks <laughs> That is a that is it. Percent. That's all of it. And guess what? Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, I've got so many people taking like five million different takes, like filtering themselves. It doesn't matter. The only reason that I will there. do TikToks like like a TikTok when I'm recording it like a like a hundred times is to try and keep the time lower because the shorter your TikTok can yes. be, the better it will with the algorithm the better the, just the more people will chance the better the chance that someone will watch the entire thing yeah, like right. between eight and 15 seconds is considered like like primo yeah well it's all and then i'll post something too. that's a minute and i'll yeah. get like 15 views on it and i'll get yes. like thousands of views on something that's like 10 seconds <laughs> yeah. and i'm like i hate you all i, I did so I much work on the one that was a <laughs> minute and you watch the one that was 15 seconds i know oh my god it's so mean i hate that the internet is like that and then it's just i've that's why like so i just recently the other day which we were talking about too with tiktok i just made a new tiktok because i was like i was sick of having i think i have like 10 thousand 10.8 thousand followers like on my tiktok the one with my mom right and i was like it's just so hard to gauge like how many of these people are he actually mm -hmm. here and how many of these people and i also feel like the algorithm was when i'd post a video of like let's say my singing would give it to a good chunk of my followers but 
all of they probably don't even remember who I am or know who I am because I wasn't even in that video and they'd scroll past and then it would my views would like cap out no matter what I posted and so I was like I need to like make a new one and now like I just I'm gonna just post what I want to like Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm so done with it (laughs) like gotten to such a point of acceptance and the fact is, it's just like with with everything. You have to be consistent and you have to do yes. it. You have to do it for a good amount of time. And they will grow gradually. The more yes. you do it, the more you grow, you'll have you'll have bursts and it'll drop a little bit. But you'll like if you look at the average, you'll see the thing going up the longer you do it. So yeah, Alaska, I have a question for that, because sure. in the Broadway world, we don't have to market ourselves like oh. It, we actually like are told like kind of stay off of social media so in the, the musician world how much do you have to market yourself and put yourself out there like how much time do you spend per week doing that i spend more time marketing and doing all of those things which by the way i hate like so much with a passion more than i do actually singing or writing or playing wow. anything yeah it's like absolutely the number one thing that I spend time doing and it's it's like like it again it's really is consistency I feel like just really sitting down and trying to like figure out okay I need to have this many posts so I can at least post once a day bare minimum and Mm -hmm. uh, reaching out to like blogs or reaching out to playlists or just different things or I mean what I do like today I probably made 10 or 12 tiktoks just so i that's don't have awesome. to worry about it that's so for awesome. the next couple of days if i don't want yeah, to like if i feel it, it's literally yeah. i have i have like 60 in my drafts now most of them i'll probably never use but i've got like 60 <laughs> and literally i'll go through I'll, if i'm just like lounging around i'll watch tiktoks and if i see something i'm like oh i might be able to do something with that i will hit I'll like duet or stitch. I'll pick the section and I'll hit record for like two seconds and I'll hit the check mark and then I'll throw it into drafts. I don't even know what I'm going to do, but I go, I might do something with this. And then I go with it. Yeah. Sometimes I will save things to drafts, but then when like after the time has passed and like, let's say it's two days from now, I'll look at it and I'll go, "Hmm, is this stupid? Like, am I an idiot? But see, that's the thing. That's (laughs) the thing. This is social media saying is this stupid doesn't matter right people like like, stupid right like logically i know that but i'm just like i I don't know something in that moment i'm like i don't know like do people like i get in that moment of like people hate me they don't want to see me say this i made a tiktok today (laughs) i made a tiktok today listen to this i made a tiktok today that said that basically is said did you not understand your children's nonverbal communication? Here, let me help you. And you want to know what I did for like five different, th- I'm like, I'm going to show you what they mean when they do these different nonverbal communications. And basically for five different scenes, I just went, and then I went like, I voice over and went anger, uh-huh. <laughs> happy, <laughs> embarrassed. Now they're saying they love you and like roll the eyes. And that was it. Like, I just, just like made up literally like anything. That's perfect though. Again, see, it's like, because it's not me, because it's like not so personal. I'm like literally anything the two of you posted or anybody else, I'd be like, do it. 
please, like, put that, you, you're so great. I want to see it all. But, but here's the reason. thing. And, and again, it's, I, I, I understand. Trust me, I understand. I hate listening to myself on Twitch Sings duets. Absolutely hate it. Because I notice every note that I messed up. And I sit yeah. there when I listen to it sometimes and I go, how the hell did I almost become partner singing these songs? Because, because yeah. this was horrible. <laughs> and yet people, I remember some of these times and I remember watching the friggin' chat flying by with everybody loving it. I'm like, it, but it also sounds different. Yes. Because we do things here, you know, in our little, you know, our computers do things that Twitch Sings didn't, didn't do. Yes. So it, it changes oh. things too. So it, you know. I know. Yeah. Like Rosie said, we're our own worst critics. Yeah. Absolutely. It's awful. It is. When I, I always, to, I, uh, theater is now like basically all virtual, like auditions and callbacks. Everything is, you have to tape it and send it. And girl, let me tell you, I take two hours worth of the same 16 bar cut because I, I look at it and go, oh my God, how could I send this to somebody? It's just like, <laughs> oh. you, you're kind of like conditioned in this industry that you have to be perfect at all times. Right. And even Isn't if it, it is perfect, it's not, you know? Yes. Oh my God. And it's so funny that we all go through it. Like, I just feel like so bonded with both of you as you're talking about your struggles, just because like, if for some reason too, I feel like, again, logically, you know, like everybody's gone through this in the music industry, but for some reason when it's happening to you, you feel so alone. Like you feel so like, God, I'm just so stupid. Like something is wrong with me that I can't get this sentence yeah. right or mm -hmm. this. Or, and, but yeah, yep. it's funny how like we literally all are having the same experience. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. Universally. Yep. Yeah, which I wanted to say this before. So I know I mean, I, I know the general area of where you live, Kalaska. So I have family up there. Not in just your state, but the state above it. That's where most of my family is. But my wife's family is actually in your state. Yeah. So next time I'm in that area, we need to get together and hang out. And then yeah. I can also help fix all of your computer problems. Please, please come <laughs> over here. Oh my God, I need somebody like every single stream. I just, like I said, I, I audio and like any of this mechanical stuff, any of the technical stuff yeah. is my worst nightmare. Like I would literally rather eat nails than do any of it. <laughs> and it's like every stream something's wrong and I'm just like, you guys, I can't do it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, uh, so there's a pos there's a possibility that there's a there's a definite possibility that I actually, you know, assuming things in my life don't change that completely, but there's actually a possibility that I will be in that area like for like a month. Oh wow. Like so, you're staying for a month? Yeah, like like being like so my wife's job may be changing and with that mm -hmm. will allow her to like will allow us to be able to be near family for like a decent amount of time so when my daughter's on like summer break we just spend a whole month up there as opposed to awesome. what we normally do so there's a lot of possible things but either way i definitely 
want to to meet you and and help you with your problems as you know i like doing that kind of stuff anyways which is why i like messaged you it blows my mind (laughs) like i said i would never i would i could never message somebody i'd be like i don't know that's your problem (laughs) i can't i can't even do my own and then you here you are just like messaging people on the fly like i'll help you just i don't i don't even like with but i remember what it's like that's why other people helped me i had some friggin amazing mods throughout throughout the years of me streaming i mean i'm going on four years five years something like that as a streamer now yeah i don't even remember i have to look it up but i feel like like how we were talking before how if you go on let's say tiktok and you post a video or wherever social media like there are a lot of people that are very negative or a lot of people that are very um opinionated even if they're like Mm. they word it like they're helping you but really it's just like you know you didn't mean to make that comment but i feel like with twitch um like the music part of it is so kind and nice and just like even like all the people that watch like i have the best people that come and watch my stream like i feel so blessed and all the time like i'll just like wake up in the morning i'll be like pouring juice or something i'll be like wow how bizarre that like these people spend their day with me that they like choose to do this yeah (laughs) i always feel bad because the times that i really see you are when i raid you and i've already streamed for a while and then i raid you and i'm just like (laughs) I have to go do everything else that I've been putting off doing while I was streaming. So I'm just like, I want to stay there and talk to you and say hi and do things. But it's like, I haven't used the bathroom in like six hours and I haven't had any food and I haven't blah, blah, blah. So it's like, but I feel bad because I (laughs) want to be there and I I want to hang out with you. I know that's exactly how I feel. And then I like, I, I just personally never go on twitch like in my free time and unless like i'm already on there and then like that's exactly what it's like for me so like when it happens with you i'm i'm always like i get it like or anybody else but like first i know what you're saying because for some reason when i go on somebody else's stream i'm like oh my god they probably think i hate them because i'm not (laughs) and i'm not sticking around as long as i'd like to but i i love them all like everybody's so great on there yeah it's so nice it is we got a lot of great communities. I mean, I, I pretty, I mean, I obviously, I know mine and Rosie's a little bit better because I'm a mod for Rosie's stream. So I, awesome. I interact with her people a lot more too, but they're all, I mean, I, your guy, oh, your, your so stream wonderful. to Kalaska is friggin' is, is awesome yeah. from what I get to experience. I like, I like to that. Sometimes I will just like be lurking in a random music stream and I'll see a lot of people that I recognize that'll stop in my stream or like go in other people's streams. And I'm like, it's really cool that they are just yeah. bouncing around. I yeah. wish, I wish I was more confident in my music musicianship. Like I know I can sing. I do not feel comfortable at all in my guitar skills, like at all. Same. Same. And <laughs> That's shocking to hear. And because of that, like, and Twitch Sings made me realize it, but then playing guitar made me realize it even more. I don't know so many songs. Yes. Oh, yeah. So someone will come up to me and go, can you play this song? I'll be like, I have never heard that song in my entire life. And then I'll like play and I go, 
oh yeah, I've heard that song. And then I'll try and play, play it. And I'll realize I've listened to the song like a thousand times and I still have no idea how the song goes. Oh my God. Yes. My, that's I have like, I think we hit, we either have like 450 to 500 songs on my song list. And it's too many because so many of them consist. So many songs. <laughs> they consist of like people, like I know how to sing them. Like if we're going to no. go to karaoke, sure. But then like I'll do the chords and I'll be like, oh man. Like not only do I not know where these changes are going down, but I do not know how to strum this. I don't know how to pick yeah. this. And then like somebody's already requested it. So I'm like, I guess we'll just, we'll just go with it. Yeah. We'll just see where it's... it lands. And, and like I can i can make up like w singing it you give me anything and i'll just i'll it doesn't matter if i don't yeah. know the melody all i have to do is hear, like as long as someone else is singing the melody or there's melody like if there's music in it i can pick it out i can awesome. i can bs melody without a problem as long as i've got music behind it i'll just make it up but, that's great but you try and tell me to play something no yeah. like oh yeah i know i know the basic chords of everything like i know the basic chords but you start getting to these these complicated things that some of these songs are and i'm just like yeah some of them too like where you can tell they were written on piano and i'll like go oh, to yeah. do that in a stream and it's like with piano i feel like it's easier to like be like bum 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 oh, you know like super easy whereas, or like, if guitar, you're a really good like, picker yes, you gotta be like, a really good were, picker and i'm not amazing maybe you could do that but i think feel like in general it's too clunky on a guitar to be like bum 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 bum, bum. you know like you yeah. have to like condense it and it's it's a struggle for sure to try yeah. to figure out all of those tabs and chords live especially on the fly yeah yeah <laughs> you're just like man i don't know and then again like that comes into like the depression because then all of a sudden you play it and you're like oh i don't deserve to sing <laughs> but so rosie <laughs> rosie how did you get into into music my sister actually so she's two years older than me she was like my idol growing up and she was in music theater i was like oh i guess i'll try that too I I think I started like when I was in like fifth grade, and then, that's so cool. Yeah, I I've been in it my whole life, and in high school, my parents said, "Do you want to do this for a living? Like, you have to make sure before you go to university and do this." And I said, "Yeah, this is what I want to do," and I just stuck with it. So it's I mean I can't I'm I'm assuming you might be the same way. I literally can't think of doing anything else. Like when yeah. I do survival jobs, oh my god. Like, I cannot handle it at all. Like, not a fan knows. I hate survival jobs. But throw me anything with music, and I'm there. She complains awesome. a little bit. But just, just a lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. That's so cool, though, that, like, in high school, you said high school, right? That your yeah. parents, that's so cool that yeah, they, they were, were like, supportive. kind of, yeah. How, how long amazing. did it take from the point you decided, I'm going to try and, make it on broadway before you got your first broadway gig mm, good question Ooh. um it took about four years wow which is honestly very short in our world like, so that's four years of like going to like 
actually going cool. to additions and not getting it oh, before you yes. finally got yep and that's short like most people don't even make it to broadway and then if you do you it's like 10 15 years in the industry I or can't. you get that lucky break it's amazing i yeah. can't even you, with your what was your first one um you the got? cabaret tour i don't know if what you know do you, cabaret at all i'm not no i don't <laughs> so it was super fun the, my part was literally being in my underwear on stage for almost a year. Are you nervous? Day. No. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And then, I mean, like, I, I feel like how you said you have to do so many different things. Like, you have to, like. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with theater. Like, I only got this job because I played the cello professionally. So I had to dance, sing, act. And then all of the actors made up the pit. I can't. That's why I got hired. I don't even know how you guys all do it. Like I watch, you know, you see like, and again, it might, you can tell me based on what you've said and just my experience in musicals, like there are people that like people that were like in, in, uh, Hamilton, like Mm -hmm. you don't just do one little part. You do like six or seven different parts. Yes. And it's just like, how do you right. i don't and even get people it that are like swings that learn the entire show oh my god and then god. within half an hour they're told oh you're going on for this person they're sick have you ever done that no now, honestly i don't think i could ever do that what like, a rush my, that must be oh yeah it's <laughs> wild especially oh. if it's a big break one like it's like a main like like one of the leads gets sick and you get to yes. be a lead and everyone loves it that, one of my friends was uh, that must be cool. an understudy for um, music band for the lead. I don't know if you know, like Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman were the two leads. And so she got her big break doing that. And like the first oh. night she went on, she was like, I'm going to vomit everywhere. Like, it's like, yeah, it's wild what your body has to go through. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I've been in a couple musicals, but that's like, I can't imagine doing. Like I did. I did. um like Pirates of Penzance and Mikado. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one too. Those were those are great. Those are yeah. those are so much fun. Um, so after you got the first one, was it easier to then get more? No. Of them? Really? Yeah. And <gasps> you would think once you once you break into the industry, it would be super easy. Yeah. It's, it's just as hard. Like sometimes it, even harder. And wow. I was just reading um, an interview with the, the guy that played Aladdin for the movie. And it took him, I think, two years to book. He was like, Shit. I need you guys to know, like, I was Aladdin in Disney's live action, and I cannot even get an audition. So, <sighs> like, in our world, it's just, there's just too many people and too little yeah. dogs. And that's why you're walking dogs. That's why I'm walking dogs. <laughs> 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 but at least you kind of like the dogs, right? Oh, my God, yeah. I will say that that is one side job that I really, really love. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have a survival job? Me? Yeah. Um, Like, just like a I, – I guess a bunch of them. But, like, but just like a quote-unquote regular job. Is that what you yes, mean by that? Yes, yes, <laughs> Right? Like, the one that I pays the that, bills until you can do something that pays the bills. Um, yeah, you know, I went to, well, I worked like in supermarkets 
And then I went to cosmetology school after high school because that's around the time I was like, you know, again, the music thing probably won't take off. So I go, I got to be practical. I went to cosmetology school. I finished, but I hated it. And then I was still thinking music wouldn't be something I could pursue. So I really like uh, decorating cakes and baking. So then I started doing, like, I worked in a couple different bake shops, and I thought I was going to do that. I almost owned, like, my own bakery. Wow. And then, um, yeah, and then that was right around the time that I started doing music. And then when I started doing music, like, YouTube obviously wasn't making anything, really, Mm. especially because it was all covers. And so I got a job at a cafe, and I worked there for maybe four years and that was intense but I did love it oh good yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy like you have to put on so many hats oh yeah it's too much it's very yeah. overwhelming but <laughs> you know that's life I guess oh yeah so so January 2020 you decided to go no when did you go full-time at music like when did you leave well I left when the pandemic like in march so like march april yeah but then it was very hard because i had all of these plans which we all did to you know i was like all right i'm gonna start booking gigs and playing out and doing all these things and i'm just gonna <laughs> and then the pandemic hit yeah i was like i'm gonna still keep up with my youtube once a week and i'm gonna do this and that and blah 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 and then um that none of that happened yeah and it was just kind of then i got in like out of the momentum and then it was very hard to get back into it so i still have not really like i've played a couple gigs in my life but not as many as i'd like yeah Mm -hmm. still trying to get back to so so what and this this is this interests me because i i mean i love music i've been singing since i was four or five like i've i've been singing forever um and i love performing if any of you (laughs) if you haven't seen me before you should know (laughs) i love to perform um what has it been like for you being a full-time streamer like we had talked about the hard part in social media but specifically like the the music the the writing like and 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 Obviously, I'm actually going to talk to you about this after the podcast, but I want to write a song and I want to write a song with somebody because I, if I'm sitting here working with someone, I can start being creative. You ask me to just sit here and just start spewing things out. My brain literally goes like you're just like like does not compute like i've sat i can't tell you how many times i've started trying to write a song and i can't even tell you what i want to write about but i've just i've never done it so i want to know from your experience a you know how how has your experience been like being a full-time musician but also like how do you write a song how do you go about like, how do you start, at least, or, or anything? Just help me. <laughs> help me, Kalaska. I love it. I love songwriting. I've actually been writing songs since I was pr- 
probably about 11 and I used to have this like little yellow notebook in my room and they were the dumbest songs, the dumbest song I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> and I would just like write in that thing every single day and I would like just make that my whole life. Uh -huh. And then um, I, so I don't know if maybe that has helped, but I've always loved writing. There was a time period in high school where I thought about maybe pursuing journalism. I just feel like talking I never get out exactly what I want to say. Like mm. some of I some of it I blame on the ADHD because it's like all jumbled <laughs> and I tend to speak before I take a second to think about it. Yeah. And I also tend to be long-winded. And so it's hard, but with writing, it's so nice to just be able to like write it down. I tend to write down everything I'm feeling and then I'll go through and pick out different things as far as songwriting. Maybe that's my problem. As a guy, yeah. I feel like I don't, I, like, I don't, it's impossible. It's hard for me to put into words what I'm mm. feeling, partially because yeah. we have been, I mean, this is a weird offshoot, but we as guys have been taught yeah. not oh, to yeah. talk about our feelings that, yeah, that, you that, that you know rub some dirt on it and keep going is is right. the mantra of most Man up. men right? yeah oh yeah you guys have and i so consider myself pretty in touch with my feelings for a guy and even then i just can't the idea of writing down what i'm feeling just just does not compute maybe another thing like i don't know if maybe maybe you don't even know but subconsciously you could be thinking like when you're gonna go do it like what do I write and then that kind of stumps you rather than just like maybe just start with like describing the room you're in you know like mm -hmm. take it to sometimes like that's helpful too because another thing is a lot of great artists will use imagery for so they'll like write a bunch of like they'll write where they're at and they'll describe a scene and then that might help you like tell a story so maybe like write like you're just take it slow step by step describe the room you're in even mm -hmm. if it's not the room you're actually in yeah and then maybe describe the characters you're seeing and then after that maybe try to just loosely be like what's the story even if it's just something like there's a heartbreak you know something as vague as that mm -hmm. could maybe lead you and then maybe after you've started it wouldn't be as hard because you've already put pen to paper right and gotten somewhere a little that's bit. possible i just yeah. and again it's the same thing with the music you see okay so i mean you guys know greatest showman right oh yeah do you guys know the stories behind all of the songs that were written for greatest showman like have you ever watched no. those things okay <laughs> no <laughs> so if you if you like if you ever get a chance to watch so like like we own it on iTunes and they've got all like the extras and there's a section where the, the two guys. So originally when the songs, when, when they were writing greatest showman, they put the songs out to everybody. It wasn't. So two people wrote all the songs for greatest showman, but when it started, it wasn't supposed to be one, like two people, like one, one or two people that wrote all of them they just put it out to ever like every song out to everybody and people for every specific song were were you know were saying oh i'm i'm putting in a song for greatest showman blah 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 and it just ended up being these two guys that that got every single song but oh. 
the song this is guy. the song this is me <laughs> that everyone loves so much they wrote that song from start to finish on an airplane ride from the east coast to the west coast to pitch the song that's awesome this, yeah, there's nothing like procrastination that really gets you. This wasn't oh, even yeah. procrastination. <laughs> this was this was the the director called them and say said we need a song for oh, this. Wow. And we're and we're and we need you to fly to LA and pitch the song that isn't written to the people that are going to decide whether we actually make this movie or not. You know what, though? And on a tiny little keyboard on an airplane, they wrote that song. That's awesome, though, because I feel like, at least from what I've heard from other people who've written songs or what I go through sometimes, is if you have too much time, you really start to overthink, like, the stupidest little details or the mm -hmm. words or does this sound weird or whatever. And I have found that when... I am in a zone where I have to get something done and I have no choice. It's kind of like you, you, it's more authentic, I think. And you don't stress over these little details. Yeah. So that might've helped them, but it's yeah. still incredible. Like it's crazy. Incredible. They did that. six hours. <laughs> it's, it's so they wrote cool. what ended up being one of the most famous songs in musical movie history. Good for oh, them. Molly. Man. So wait, how long, Kalaska, did it take you to write autopilot? Um, I tend to write pretty quickly because I, I again, I just like spew a lot of things out there. Sometimes I talk so much I don't even like remember what I'm saying. And so when I was writing that, I kind of like tuned my guitar differently, and I kind of came up with like a little bit of the riff of it, and then. Kind of immediately the melody came to me and then once that was there it was like the words were just the only thing that i would say like i wrote 90 percent of the song within like 10 minutes and then the only thing that was stumping me was the chorus like i couldn't i knew kind of what i wanted to say but the melody was getting to me because i was like this the melody i had was just kind of lame and then after i went to my producer's house we laid down the track to kind of build it out maybe and get some inspiration and then once that was there i wrote a, maybe I don't know, again like 90 percent of the chorus but the last line i knew i wanted to say i'm on autopilot but we were kind of having a back and forth because he was like i don't really feel like that makes sense and i was like no like that's what this song's about like mm -hmm. this is ba this is based what i wrote the song off of was this thing and it was kind of a back and forth of like, is this the right line? Until finally I was like, again, like I had too much time. I probably spent a solid month going back and forth between like, wow. how am I going to end this chorus? And I had that line all along, but I just was second guessing it. Yeah. yeah. And then I actually went on stream and was just kind of, you know, doing whatever. And I was, there was a couple people there and I said, can I run something by you guys and tell me which one you like better? And, they chose that one, the autopilot one. And then I was like, okay, good. This is like the validation I needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go record the rest of that. Do oh, you use, do you, do you bounce your music off of people before you, like, obviously you bounce it off your producer, but do you bounce it off of people outside of that, like him um, a lot with I, your music? 
what's funny is I always have people that will say to me, like, you really should be, like, sending your next single to, like, a test group of people to see if, you know, they like it. But the problem that I have is it becomes a little too precious to me by the time that I get, like, a demo of it. And I'm like, if I've gotten to the point where I've written lyrics and a melody, then I usually like it enough where I'm like, I really don't care. I'm going to release it anyway. And I I can imagine just with everyone's... um just what everyone likes in any song is all like everyone's is so different like you send it to six people you can get complete six completely different things that just turned into a brand new song if you made all the changes that they said oh yeah exactly it's hard to find the line between our people oh my gosh (laughs) why is this doing this (laughs) it's hard anyway it's hard to find the line between like oh should i take this person's advice because it's going to make me a better songwriter and Uh musician or should i stick to my guns because it's not authentic like am i just trying to please this person yeah you know like you can't ever really know if like what advice you should take and what advice you should follow your gut yeah Okay, so th- so now I got a question for both of you because I cannot answer this question. What is it like being a woman in in, you know, writing songs and being in Broadway? Like like do you notice like a difference? Like Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately. A yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. Like in what way? I we're not going to just end the question right with yes, as, like, as yeah, much as as much as we could. Yes. We got it. We got to. I need you to expand a little bit on that. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Rosie? Sure. I mean, there's firstly with Broadway, there is ten times more women than there are men, so the field within itself is just so inundated with women, but also the respect for women in this industry is ten times lower. Mm. it's pretty awful like the whole casting couch situation and the me too movement like broadway was definitely involved in that there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and things have gotten a lot better now which is great but i'm still dealing with stuff even when i work regionally as as a woman in this field where i'm like i cannot believe you just said that to me or i don't know it's just it's pretty wild the stuff that you have to deal with even when you're around creative people who should be open-minded to things, um, they're not. I think I think I think the midterms in 2022 made us all realize that there are people out there that can and will say things that yes. just boggle our minds. So. Oh yeah, yeah, or treat you in a certain way. Like I know I've got I haven't gotten jobs because of that. Right, which is right. mind blowing. What about you, Kalaska? I think for sure it's so hard because I think you have a little bit of pushback from people that'll say that, you know, we we're just exaggerating these things or kind of like making a bigger deal out of them than they are, you know, any of that. But I feel like it's kind of the comparison, like if you buy a red car all of a sudden you see red cars everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But like nobody else is seeing them, but you are. Cause like you are picking up on it. You're thinking about it. You're 
paying attention. And I feel like that's the only mm. thing is sometimes the people who are fighting back on you, they just aren't paying attention. Or like at that point, I feel like they're personally attacked and they don't want to hear yeah. these things. Yeah. But it definitely happens <clears throat> because like, or else there wouldn't be so many people like having yeah. the same experience, yes. right? Um, with in if as a musician, um, there's like a crazy statistic. It was going around, I want to say last year, where they grouped uh, like how many women producers are there and how many women uh, musicians have been on the Billboard 100 or just like a bunch of statistics, and they're all so low. And it's again, like it's these are real facts like these are real numbers taken yeah. from places so like you can't get out of that one th and one thing that i feel like i notice a lot is even people that i would consider to be friends so like i try not to take it to heart because i think that they're just not realizing what they're doing mm. is as a female musician i feel like i get looked at like i'm stupid sometimes like i will mm -hmm. have so many male musicians, never female, never, ever, never once mm -hmm. has this ever happened in my life. Male musicians come <laughs> to me and be like, I could tune your guitar for you if you oh want. Or they'll be like, um, I, could tra I could help you transpose the chords to this song. And it's like, thank you. That's what oh. I do every day. Like, I've only yeah. been doing this for help. years. You know, and again, like, you, it's hard because you don't want to be... Can I be the first to apologize for my gender? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do like, this i feel like i i used to do this all the time that was the thing people would say stuff and i'd be like i'm just going to apologize for my gender because some of us are just idiots see, yeah but see I, I mean i guess like it's hard because there are so many that are men that are like so helpful and mm -hmm. nice but i do think that i just come across so many that just want to give me unsolicited advice oh, and yes. I almost Absolutely. never ever hear it from women like even when I was on YouTube I would have countless men and again even ones that I've considered friends so you know that they're not doing it from a mean place but they would just throw their opinions like you need to be smiling at the camera 24 7 oh, or you need to be looking at this or you need to be and it would be like you know, like, now, who are you? Now, I will say, I will say, speaking as a, as a guy, we are taught problem solving. You see yes. a problem, yes. you fix a problem. <laughs> you don't, you don't think, where brains don't go, oh, that person can probably handle it themselves. They just see the problem. And the second your brain sees the problem, you go, you go, your brain goes, there's a problem. They haven't fixed the problem. Why haven't they fixed the problem? It's probably because they don't know how to fix the problem. So I'm going to be nice and bring up potentially helping them fix the problem because I'm trying to be helpful. In general, most guys that do it aren't trying to be asses. They're trying to be helpful. They're just... Brains just don't work the same. Yeah. Oh, agreed. And that's well, why sometimes like, that's I true too. <laughs> That's why, like, again, I would never want to, like, say, like, no. oh, all men are doing this or even be like they're being they're doing it to be mean or they're doing it to be they're treating me like I'm dumb. It's you know, it's, I think it's like more complicated than that, because mm -hmm. like you said, like a lot of them, you can. That's why I never try to fight back on any of it, because I'm like, 
they're just they're trying to be nice like they they yeah. don't they're not they're not realizing and you know but that's like, what am it's, I, it's funny that you bring it up because that is the exact purpose of brutal truth is to have these kind of conversations and it's to go you know you're saying this is what you see and this is what it feels like and then then we can come back you know then i can say well this is what a guy's brain is going through because we don't yeah. think about it i don't think about what's going through other people's heads in the moment but if you don't talk about it you're never gonna realize that the way you're acting is wrong which is why i always tell anybody in any job anywhere if i screw up tell me i screwed up yeah i just because if i if you don't i can't fix the problem the problem though is that there are a lot of people out there that don't want to be told like i'm sure that they're yeah like i'm sure there are some people where if i bring up that men have done that to me in the past will be like oh god like not another feminine you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they are so quick and you're like no but again like, I, you're that, fine it's <laughs> yeah. it's a problem that we have worked our way into guys especially have also been told and but girls too i mean yeah. my daughter has specifically said this you never say you're sorry because saying sorry is a sign of weakness mm. In a job, you don't show, (laughs) you don't, you don't show that you can't do something. You don't show you, like, you don't ever, you don't, you don't admit that you failed. Because if you admit that you failed, that's a reason for someone to fire you. Because we have trained in corporations, especially, that if you fail, if you admit you failed, that's a reason for them to let you go so you just never admit that you failed even when it's blatantly obvious that you failed because we have someone who was a freaking president for four years that has done nothing but fail and somehow people still want him to be president again i'm not angry or anything oh my god it's it's mind-blowing but (laughs) but that is that's the kind of world that we've turned ourselves into that it's not okay to show any weakness even though yeah. the best way you learn, like that's how you learn. Yes, you have to fail. Almost everything that we have learned in life has been from failure. We may have learned some stuff from doing it right magically without it, but you look at most of the things in your life that have become ingrained into your brain that you will never screw up on. It's because you have failed at it and you don't want to fail at it again. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just, I I think like, it's, it's just some people don't realize that, that they should be learning this, you know? Because mm-hmm. failure is a sign wish, of weakness. Yeah, I wish that they would. But yeah, and again, I feel like I am a more passive person a lot of times, like in um situations with people that I don't super trust or mm-hmm. you know like I, I just don't want to make anybody mad at me and I don't want to make anybody feel like I'm mad at them so a lot of times in situations I'll get intimidated with like male musicians and I'll almost I like again to my fault I think I'll almost like let them like I'll be like sure tune, tune my guitar like because you know <laughs> just like whatever I, I don't want to make you mad at me I don't want to like start that conversation. So, yeah. 
So I think like some of it can be like my fault too. But well, and, I, yeah. But it, but that's that's also good because you know I've had this conversation with a bunch of people. Um, I live, I live with this idea like when it comes to interacting with people, I live with this idea of what are the most important things in life. So I, I always I always tell this story. We, you know, in like in World War Two or in any war so if you're def if you're the one being attacked and you are defending as you are like as the other people are attacking if they start like pushing you back you start going back and basically what would happen is is like if you were at if you got on like the bridges like when you have a river the bridge is the part that you defend that's like the easiest place to defend because depending on how big the river is you can't get over it anywhere else so the so like bridges are like the ultimate defense points. If you're at like the bridge right before the town, which like if they get to that, it's over. Like you've lost it all. In in war, that's the bridge. Like you have to decide. Like anytime you pull back, you have to decide: is this the point of no return? Is this the bridge that I'm willing to die over? Because if you lose, you only die once. Yeah. <laughs> in war, you only die once. So if you die on that bridge, it's done. You can't die again. So yeah. that's when, like, it's, that's why in everything it's, is this, you know, oh, we, you know, we still have some, some spots that we can move back. So let's keep moving back. And then you get to this is like, is this the bridge to die over? And that's how I live. That's how I try and live my life when I interact with anyone. I've got these things that are important, that are important to me, you know? like caring about people like whatever it is whatever are the important things in my life like if i see someone being an ass to another human being that's 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 one of those uh-uhs that you go in and you stop but if someone's just you know has their opinion and they're saying it horribly i have to sit there and go is this a bridge that's worth dying over because yeah what ends up happening is, is if you get upset about, and a lot of people do it right now. If you get upset about everything that someone else does that upsets that upsets you, what happens? People stop listening. You become the boy who cried wolf, and nobody right. listens to you when something really important comes because you get upset about everything. So, what are the bridges that are worth dying for? And that, and what you said is perfect. It's frustrating as hell that someone would think that you don't know how to tune your own dang guitar because you're a musician. Of course, you know how to do it. Yeah. But is it worth getting upset about? Right. Yes. I think too. In, well, I think too, in the, <laughs> the repetitiveness of it, like the first time it happens, you're kind of like, no, I can tune it. Then like by the 12th person, you're just like, whatever. <laughs> just, oh, just good. I'm the opposite. I'm like, stop repressing me. I yeah. know how to do my job. But okay, well look at it this way. Just as a quick side, and again, I'm not saying it's right. I don't think I think it's silly that someone who's a musician would need someone else to tune their guitar. But yeah. you could almost bring it to another point where you could look at it like, all right, tune my guitar. That's something I don't have to worry about anymore. <laughs> exactly. I'll go That's do true. something else that instead That's of spending true. my time tuning their guitar. Exactly. I'm just like, I just I think like when I first started oh, around when I first started YouTube, like I would say when I was around like 25, right? 
I had so much drive and I had so much fight and I had so much like I would get if I got like sexual comments or something, mm. I would like kind of fight back with them or like, you know, just certain things. I would just put so much energy in. Mm. And I feel like now, like a lot of my energy is gone. Like I just mm. don't like you said, I don't have as many of those bridges I'm willing to die on at this point i'm just kind of like you know what because it's just exhausting coming. Yeah, yeah they're just it's, it's gonna, just gonna happen next month so yeah. i i can't put all my energy into this one when i know this one's coming and i gotta put it elsewhere yep but yeah it is definitely frustrating to deal with yeah absolutely <sighs> people Matt, are, are people the... are rough no i was looking at the list of of, of, of other questions um, and, and just still is sitting here thinking about how, how much easier life would be if there weren't so many people in it. <laughs> thing too, it's is true. like putting yourself online. You have, you, you just open yourself up to so many more mm -hmm. opinions. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So much criticism. Yeah. And I think the hard part too, is that a lot of people will, like if you complain about that, they'll be like, "Oh, well, that's the life you chose, right?" Like you, that's they get mad at you almost. They're like, yeah. "How yeah. dare you not want to hear this sexual comment about yourself yes. from this troll?" <laughs> like, like, well, and that's but that's you the, know that is the hard part because they are partially right, and this is this is coming from someone that's dealing with the crap too. They are uh -huh. partially right. You knew, like we knew. Yeah going into doing being coming content creators that we were going to deal with trolls yes oh okay cool. we knew yes. it we knew yes. it. but i i think I you like the sexualized comment but I, that's still a troll that's still a troll and i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's right it is absolutely wrong anyone that that does those kind of stupid things should get banned and not be allowed on social media but yeah it, it's still a it's a frustrating fact, but it is still a fact that there are lots of those people out there because the internet is a pool of anonymity that people think that they can get away yeah, with stuff like absolutely. that. So yeah. as much as it's ridiculous and I wish it never happened, we still have to go into it knowing that it is going to happen. Whether we hate it or not, whether it's right or not, we still have to understand that it is going to happen. I think like though that's the thing is like yes you can understand it's going to happen but you don't have to take it you know yes. like just because there's a just because and again like I don't know who decided like oh it should just be like a thing that's with the job because you're you're right like it, it you have to like it, you have to expect it and you can expect it but you also just again like you don't have to deal with it right. and you don't have to there's no like if you get upset about something like that's a fact too like you're also a human being yeah mm -hmm. so you and, should be able to be upset but that's where it's it. hard because you go in to being a streamer and obviously i can't speak on the the sexual harassment part that you guys deal with obviously but you still go into a streamer knowing there are going to be trolls that doesn't stop it affecting you when a troll comes in and says something that you knew he was going to say like yeah. why should that be allowed in the first place but That's how can you I stop it like that allowed is, yeah. isn't like allowed is is like it it's this okay so 
the second you do something, you put in something in place that could prevent that from happening is the second you start putting so many restrictions on it that you almost start banning people's ability to have because the fact is is there are there are streamers that like the sexual content totally that fine, like yeah. it but how do you like where's the line right but you got yeah, you, you got to put your own boundaries out there and say that's not okay well obviously yeah. and that's why we've got people like like our mods that yeah. you know you say what the level is and you ban them but again that doesn't stop it from happening that stops it potentially from happening as much in the future as you ban more of the people that are doing the things but it doesn't stop them there's eight billion people in the world right now yeah not necessarily saying i guess that like i have a problem that they're saying it i have a problem that these people have also put themselves online in my stream to write something and then they can't deal with what i have to say back yes. to them they yes. think that i should take it and yeah. not have any i should be like well i guess i'm a streamer so i guess I you should just be able it. to do whatever you know yeah, yeah like i again I, there's so many trolls and i've luckily always had pretty thick skin like i cannot even think of any comments that have ever like really got me down and out like usually they're laughable yeah but i what i don't like is if you ever say anything back that's when they get mad like how dare you you you, you should be devoting your life to hearing these comments about they, yourself they throw yeah. they throw statements like freedom of speech at you yes Yes. Yeah, and it's like, okay, but now I have, I let me have my freedom of speech. Like, they don't want to mm -hmm. hear your fight. Well, and, it's your platform. And it's not freedom of speech that they want. It's freedom from responsibility with that they want. Like, freedom yeah. of speech is your right. We all have the right to say literally whatever we want. But yeah. that does not mean that if you say certain things... That there aren't consequences. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. It's responsibility that they're yeah. not willing to accept. Mm -hmm. Which is That's the true. which is the joy and horribleness of anonymity on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like we came yeah. to the middle ground there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, we did. I wasn't I was truth. not I wasn't in any way saying you guys were wrong. I one hundred percent agree. No. Yeah. I one hundred percent agree. But again, it was just one of those, you know, you I go into things. Yeah. You go into things knowing, but it's just, it's just like sad. It would almost be like of course. if you were a garbage man and you're like, okay, I signed up for this job to collect garbage. But like a bunch of houses were like, I'm going to friggin throw my garbage on the lawn and yeah, make them go pick up the garbage. And then if the garbage people were like, hey, like we didn't sign up for this. We know it's a part that we might have to deal with, but we would like to stick with this. Absolutely. Then these, these Absolutely. people are like, how dare you? It sucks. Like, it sucks. Lawn. And it shouldn't <laughs> yeah. happen. People should, people should respect each other, but they mm -hmm. don't. Yeah. And again, this is a sad, this is a sad break off to what we're, what we have seen in like spades in the current political climate is this, there is just so many people that have no respect for anyone that doesn't believe or think the way that they think. Yeah. Yeah. It's become very, very black and white. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, exactly. And anyone that thinks that human beings are black and white, they've literally been living in the smallest bubble on the entire planet yeah. because There's so many nobody is the same, not even close. Right. right. I'm not even the same as I was yesterday, you know? Can right, you even exactly. remember what you did yesterday? No. no. Oh. No, nope. I don't even remember what I said 30 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so I've got a question. So, how many songs have you written now in, in your career of writing songs? Like, how many have you actually put out? Um, okay, how many? Well, how many have I put out professionally? Like, I got yeah. mixed and mastered and produced? Yeah. Let me think about this for a minute. There were six on my EP. There were three before that, so that's nine. There were three last year, that's 12. And there were four this year, so that's 16. So 16. I think there's. But then I've also been like a co writer on two collabs. So I don't know if those count or not. Sure, it counts to me. Or I guess three, three collabs. <laughs> so I guess. So like 15 songs, 20, nine, almost 20 songs? Yeah, probably. Amazing. So yeah. where, like, w obviously your goal, you're doing this for a career, you want to keep doing it, but do you have, like, what is your, what is your ultimate, like, what is the ultimate goal? Where, where do you want Kalaska to be in like five, 10 years? It's so funny because if you had ha asked me that, let's say when I was 19, right? I would have been like, I want to be like Katy Perry. I want to be like famous, famous, famous. And like, you know, that level of like a pop star or something, right? Then like around the time I started YouTube, I was like, well, you know, maybe I wouldn't want that, but it was still kind of there a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and, but now I would hate that. I would like, I would rather, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I would just like not do well with that lifestyle and i would not there's so many things like as we've discussed there's just a lot of things i just yeah. don't have the energy for at this point in time so i feel like in a beautifully like perfect world i would love to make enough money so that way like i wasn't struggling and i don't need like a ton of money just like enough where like hey you know if I want to get Starbucks every day, mm -hmm. let's do that. And yeah. then um, maybe just like do some tours. I really want to do tours, but I just can't get out there. So I do you, how does kids. making money look for what, like for what you do right now? Like, do you get paid in like Spotify and all those other? Yeah, I kind of right now um, it's through a bunch of, different things like twitch and youtube and all of like spotify and all that for my originals then i get paid like on a different thing for my covers and then um it's it's really like spread out into all these different things which comes really it's really hard during tax season because i'm like oh, I'm oh my god like where do i need to get when i when i from? when i became a full-time streamer is the first time i've ever used an accountant in my entire life <laughs> oh do you recommend Oh yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I can even give you a name of someone if you want. My accountant okay. is great. She's actually was a she's actually a Twitch streamer who is is part Hello. of the community and she's great. That's amazing. Wow. Yes, please. Her? Please, please, please. No, I don't know who he's talking about. So, but yeah. 
I need it, that it's been it's been it's been it was the best like I might yeah. not use her again this year if you're listening I'm sorry I might not I might not <laughs> I might not use you but that's only because I'm not really streaming anymore I don't really have like mm-hmm. m- like our 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 tax burden has got went from like like complexity went from like this to like yeah. this yes. yeah. yeah it gets so confusing too because like on Twitch, there's like Twitch stuff, but then there's also donations and stuff. And that's like a whole, it's, it's a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I did so much networking that I had to like count out. Cause, cause when you're a full-time streamer, every sub you give to somebody is like, that's a networking that's, Mm -hmm. that's considered networking. And in one, I don't even want to, you guys, I can't even describe to you how much I paid in networking in 2020. Oh, I'm sure. It, I believe When it. I was trying yeah. to like really grow, I spent so much in networking. It, it took me hours to go through every gift sub and sub that I had done awesome though because i feel like networking is such a underrated thing that you have to do to grow like even there's people that are like you have saying you should go on instagram every day and you should find people like in your section and you're like let's say music or something and then you know find people that you actually you know don't just go on random things and say whatever but like find people that something spoke to you that they posted and Mm can't leave a nice comment and then you know and that's something that is like seems so little like oh five people a day that seems but for some reason it adds up and i yeah Yeah. i don't do it but i should Uh, uh, same (laughs) networking is hard networking is actually harder and more exhausting than the actual yes thing yes like 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 even just trying to grow on tiktok like it's not just posting you have to go on other people's and comment on yes. theirs and and stitch theirs and do oh, yeah. duets on theirs which hopefully yes. means they will follow you after like there's just so freaking much oh yeah oh, and yeah. it's like and trying then, to remember it all and keep it oh. yes then it adds up to where it's just if you're not a person who's crazy extroverted it gets to be a lot because you have just so many people messaging you. And I don't mean that in like a, in, you know, in a humble way, like obviously we all no, deal it's... with it, but you have like people from Twitch, like messaging you where you have like Instagram messages and you have like your real friends messaging you. And mm-hmm. it gets, again, if you're not an extrovert, it yeah. starts to feel overwhelming. Cause you, and so, I struggle from that. So I heard, I heard, <laughs> um, I heard someone else describe it when it comes to en- introverts when it comes especially when it comes to business and networking it's um you basically every introvert has an internal bank and every every person every interaction uses a coin in that bank and everyone's bank is has different amounts but you get to a point where you your bank is empty. And the second your bank is empty, you you shut down. It, it's, yes. it's off. A thousand and percent. 
And that is definitely one of the hardest parts. And what's crazy is, is most, most streamers, most people are not extroverts. Extrovert, yeah, right. ex, being a full extrovert is probably one of the most rare things yeah. out there. Most streamers are not extroverts. It's an oh, act. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. an act. I, oh, it's an yeah. act for me. Yeah. Because I the second too. the act is done, I like flop back in the chair, close my eyes, yes. and just breathe for like yes. 10 minutes because like, nobody you know, talks to me. About, yes, I've been thinking about this cornbread for the last two hours <laughs> because of that. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to be such a treat. <laughs> I need to eat that. That's going to be like the best night. It's, it it's is, funny my too. fellow introvert. What's interesting about streaming is that Yes, there are people there chatting with you, but really you it's just you talking sometimes yes. for hours. And yes. you don't realize until you shut the mic off and everything, you're like, wow, it's quiet in here. Like it's so <laughs> weird to not hear myself talk. It's yes. just nice. Yeah. That's well, and and I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm what's called an extroverted introvert, which an means ambivert. when I'm Ooh, around fancy. people that I'm friends with, I almost seem like an extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. And I can force myself to be an extrovert. Like I did, yeah. I like emceed a concert once. And like mm -hmm. the idea of me talking, like being like being out there and talking in front of hundreds of people, there's like 500 people or a thousand people. I don't remember how many it was, wow. but like up on stage talking to them, being totally extroverted. I literally was not myself. I had to I had to go into acting mode and become a different yes. person just uh -huh. to be able to stand up there. I can do it's that. I can it's Your the brain. same thing with singing. When I sang and I knew that there were like 500 like I'd get a massive raid and I'd know there was like there was one time I got like a thousand person raid. It was some ridiculous number and it's like the idea of a thousand people watching me and I was like you have to literally yeah, all at once too it that's the strange part too is it's all at once like you're just mm -hmm. all of a sudden over here like i don't know we're chatting about bread and then all of a sudden you're like oh my <laughs> god i have to be on like you just it's, it's a lot like it'd yeah. be one thing if you were prepared like you yeah, knew okay exactly. at seven these people will be here yep. but you're just not expecting it yeah mm -hmm. well and i mean again i don't know how i mean you sort of know how it was partially because I raided you. There were some days where I, my record for raids is 16 in one stream. Mm -hmm. So cool though. <laughs> 16 raids. That's a lot. That's a lot. But I yeah. knew what I was doing when I raided. I don't know how you thought it was when I came in with like the 50, 80, 70 person raids that I probably jumped in with you on. But yeah. I know other people, I would freak them out. I'd come in with like a 50 person raid and they'd be like, wouldn't even know how I to handle it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I think I struggle with, I really, really love to read every single thing in the chat. It's killing me right now, now not being able to like read the chat. In this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I like, will like scroll all the way up to see everything I missed. And then I'm like reading here, but everybody is writing like down here. Oh, and yeah. by the yeah, time I get yeah, and then I'm like, well, they then I like ask them something up yep. here, but then by the time they answered, I'm like, what did I say? What are we? Yep. What are you talking about? Yep. 
Oh, I know. And you, it's, I mean, I went through it. And part of it is is you have to learn not to do it just because the trolls will come in and make you say things. And the second you say something that that you realize you shouldn't have said is when you realize that you, you have to like, you learn to speed read and like you learn yeah. to skim in a way that you yes. never knew how to skim before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I luckily like my mod Carlos, he is so good at usually like catching the thing like immediately. I'm like, Oh, thank God for you. <laughs> because I don't even know what they said. Now I will never know. Yep. That <laughs> is, to go through that, today. that is, that is when mods are great. And mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like, I've actually become mods of some streamers because they got trolled and I'm like, just give me mod for one second. And I like fixed yeah. it in like a second because I've dealt with it multiple I think that's times. Probably my mod originally. Probably. I've yeah, become a few them. people's mods because they got like a massive like, like troll, like, bot raid thing going yes. on and they didn't know what to do and they were freaking yeah. out i'm like just just make me mod for one sec and usually i just go just make me it for for this and i will fix the problem and then they're like can i just leave you and i'm like fine that's fine yeah because sometimes you don't know right away that it is trolling you know yeah. like sometimes you're just like reading it like what are you saying or like maybe this mm-hmm. is legit yeah or I don't know. You don't well, want to yeah, and it's right just away. you realize there are certain words that you just can never say ever again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's so sad that this word that is just a common word, like if you see it in chat, ninety nine percent of the time it's a troll trying to get you to say something that you shouldn't be saying, and it's just like that's really the world we've 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 gotten into. Wow, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't either, I'm and I'm, I need to know now after afterwards. Yes, you have to tell yeah, yeah, I'll tell you story. afterwards. I'm not going to say it on stream. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm dying to know. Okay, well, okay, so I have like one, I have one question, and then we'll see if Rosie's got any more, and then, and then we will, and then we will go and we will, um, talk to chat, talk to chat, but, um, okay. So I eat my cornbread at the same time. There you go. Yes. So, do so it. <laughs> as a as a person who you know has been writing music, and I guess both of you can do it. I, the only reason I I wouldn't do I wouldn't say anything is, is I'm not I'm not in music the way you guys are at least not at the moment. What? So if someone was listening to this that decide that is like I I've always wanted to take the jump into being a full time streamer. What what would you like, what would be your advice to that person? What, if you could give a piece of advice that helped you in your journey, what would that be? That's a good question. <laughs> you didn't read the questions before you got here, did you? <laughs> I even gave you access so you could know exactly the questions that were coming and prepare answers. This, this is, is the best one. This is me acting. Oh, 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 oh okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> no, I, for, I actually for, did forget about that question. <laughs> but you do you want to go first, Rosie? Sure. I mean, for okay. me, it would be don't take everything so personally and 
I know mm. that we're our worst critics, but know that you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. I, I wish somebody told me that like 15 years ago and yeah. I think I would have been in a much happier place and I think I would have gotten where I was much sooner because I wouldn't be second guessing myself. And the yeah. other one is be, it's okay to, to, to fail. It's okay to make mistakes and practice, practice, practice. That's like, that's number three. I, I love them. Those are perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Was the question streaming or in the music industry? Music industry. But you mean you can do streaming too if you want. I mean, there are obviously there are people that are stream. Almost everyone's a streamer now, I feel like. so. I think that we've kind of touched on like the things that I feel like have worked for me in the past is definitely consistency. I think mm -hmm. that's like one of the like almost piggybacking off of what you were saying, you can't worry about perfection. You just got to get something out there. And like I do, it, it is like a half and half because it should be something you're proud of. It should be something that you're um, as authentic. You don't want to be just like trying to do whatever. But at the same time, you can't be too much of a perfectionist. You just got to do it. You know, you can't like I yeah. didn't wait until I was good at guitar. And if I did, I still would not be ever yeah. have put a song on YouTube. I was so bad in the first billions of videos on YouTube. But were you? And were you? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I kind of want to go a, find old school class. If you right will now. notice, just as a quick little disclaimer, in the first videos, um, again, I was getting so many comments um, or messages, or a lot of them were people in my real life too that were trying to be helpful, but they were giving me a lot of critiques on like what I should be doing in this YouTube video. So yeah. if you'll watch, like especially at the beginning ones, like I'm very dressed up because that was mm -hmm. like a cr critique that I ha got a lot. And then also it was like, you should be focused straight on the camera, which is yeah. like, if I feel like I could have maybe done that a little more natural later in life on YouTube. But in the beginning, it was hard to focus on that and the lyrics and singing and playing because yeah, I would want to, yeah, I'd want to look at my hands and I couldn't. And so I look very, very stiff because this is also probably any of those are from hour like seven and on. And mm -hmm. so I've already failed 30,000 times and I'm just like so stiffly staring dead in the camera. My jaw is barely moving because I'm like please get through this song like it's it's bad but again like if I had waited then I wouldn't be here like you yeah you just gotta do it and you just gotta try to do it as much as you can is my advice <laughs> Rosie you got any questions oh yeah my question was um do you have any like pre-rituals like before you go to record Ooh, that is a good question. I am so, what a theme of my life. I'm just, the I, when I first started recording stuff I, for like professionally, the singles, I was doing it remotely because my producer lived in Nashville at the time. And so I would have to do the vocals on my end. And then rather than send him like 30 takes, I would, after like comp my own vocals which is like putting um certain lines together like oh maybe I sang this line better on this take and this line on this take or whatever and I would be so um 
just the way I would be there again for like eight hours trying to like, oh, well, this like little note this in this word is off or whatever. And so one of my rituals for sure in the beginning was I would always do pour like a throat coat tea. Ooh, yes. I love those. I hate how they taste. They taste oh, like yeah. licorice. They're not awful, a fan. But they're so the, good for you. Yes. The lemon one, I thought that was going to be better. It was not. So, <laughs> but yeah, that and like honey was my ritual. And then... Then I started to get like a little bit uh, loose with it and I'd be like, okay, instead I'm going to like psych myself up to do this by getting like a chai from Starbucks. I motivate myself with food and drinks Mm, a lot. So you are food motivated. Yeah. A lot of like my uh, rituals would be that. I never, sadly, I don't know if you'll hate this because, but I I never warm up before I sing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay good some people are like what like I just committed murder and I'm like I don't know I just I just I know I'm probably gonna ruin my voice but yeah it, once you I once you hit my it. age if you don't warm up you're you literally will die wow <laughs> really one of, yeah one of my music teachers taught me what I don't know with belting just warming up by talking is good enough yeah, I mean, if, yeah. If, as I long as you're <laughs> as long as you're talking pretty consistently, yes. yes. The problem is, 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 and this is so I was in I was in choir in college, so it was. It's not so just doing stuff will warm you up, but it's what you do after you do the warm up, whether it's warming up, uh, talking, yes. whatever you do. So he'd be like, you know, we'd do a warm up, and they'd be like, all right, you got like an hour before we perform do not lay down for any reason mm-hmm. because something yeah. about laying down changes where the blood flows and it actually like ruins everything you did with warming up and like so no i didn't know that i i didn't know it either but this guy was like <laughs> you know a big time yeah. vocal professor in college so i would assume he somewhat oh, knows yeah. what he's talking about once upon a time, I did try very hard. Like there, when I first started on YouTube, the, the uh, like the Voice in American Idol contacted me a couple times to be like, "Hey, come do like this private audition for us." And I would be like, "That's so <laughs> awesome! That, that's like a- like I don't even if I didn't <laughs> make so it. Like to someone, okay, anybody, if anybody on the Voice or American Idol just wants to contact me, like I don't, I'll go on." I know I'll lose, but I'll just be happy to be invited. Like that's one of those things where I'd just be happy to be invited. If anyone wants to invite me to something like that, I'm I'm down. I'm seriously oh, yeah. down. They it, they were processes to say the least. But I what I was gonna say that when I was going to do those, that was in the very beginning of like my YouTube journey, and I, so I was very like okay, I'm going to go to this audition and I can't have dairy and I'm not going to have this. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I yes. have so many rituals of like things that I could not eat or do like that day. Yeah. And that didn't last very long. They lasted like maybe two auditions and I was like, I can't <laughs> live enough. like this. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to whatever. I had to, well, like when I was doing Twitch things a lot, I had to warm up mm-hmm. because I knew the songs that people would ask me to sing. And oh, if yeah. I didn't warm up, 
Yeah. Like Dream on a River would literally have destroyed my voice. Well, those are very belty, high songs. Every song I do is belty. I just belt. (laughs) Like I've been working on my lower stuff. Like, like I actually put one out. I was doing, I was doing, I was doing a TikTok with someone. They were doing titanium and it was really, it was like, they were doing it in, in a very like light, way and i had to like work to get my tone to go light because i just i just felt that's just yeah, what yeah. i do that's what I, that's where it sits i found the same problem like when so i it, it isn't it interesting that if you kind of look at like 90s 2000s ish pop the like main people like the good voices were like christina aguilera and beyonce like belters right like mm-hmm. it was so popular to try to be a belter kelly clarkson comes in the scene like just oh all my gosh she's like the queen of belt oh, yeah. yeah and nowadays like there's this switch where everybody wants to be like billy eilish and basically yes. whisper yes. and there was a turning point where i was like maybe like i should try to like not necessarily sing like billy eilish like whispery but like just a little softer, you know, like maybe I'll be too ostracized if I'm over here belting. And when I would try to do the softer, yeah, like it's hard because you like have to change you where know, you sing from completely. Yeah, it's so different. And the breath control is so different. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would be like, that should be easier. And it's like, no, if you've been singing your whole life loud and belting, it's so such better. a change. Yeah. yeah. I want to get good at it um yeah i want to learn to do runs too like i can't do it the huh? like i can't i sound weird when i do it too hard but i want to so bad because it sounds so amazing when someone can do it and i just want yeah. to but i don't i feel like all it is is two things is one is no which i can't i'm not great at doing them either but i feel like it's um knowing like where to go like your music theory of breaking down the note and then again like doing it so slow until i think like things click with music theory for sure of like like, oh this is actually i actually watched um i watched someone like a music teacher go through how she learned like how she was learning a run for a song and literally it was she just sat there and went, uh, huh, 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 huh. like she actually would sing the notes just like that. And then just kind of gradually speed it up until yes. it was a, yeah. huh? and that's just like, it but amazing? it never sounds good when I do it. <laughs> that's probably, it's so hard. It really is. Like you look at somebody like Tori Kelly, who's just like doing like riffs. Yeah. You see both. Like, like, yes. It just comes naturally to some people. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I think when you have like it's all about the pitch it's all about mm-hmm. like having like perfect pitches you're gliding through those notes which is so hard oh, to do yeah. my problem is is like i can sing lead i've sung lead in lots of things but most people like the fact that you can pick any note and a quarter second after i hear it i will sing the harmony to it yeah that's oh, yeah. impressive that's hard to do yes which is crazy because that's like the easiest thing in the world for me to do everyone's like <laughs> i can't do harmony i'm like what are you talking about just sing a note uh, uh. it's like i yeah <laughs> i always second guess myself on harmony yeah, i didn't really too. notice it was a thing until maybe 
um, a couple of years ago. And then I was like, now I like notice it and I've been practicing and obviously I'm a lot better than I was, but like, still I get very like, oh, is this it? And then like, I think that hesitation throws yeah. me off mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, I can't do it. So I got really good at it. So when I was, when I was in like college age, I was in choir at my church and I had two guys in there that had good voices, but they could not they couldn't like they 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 had no like they had no pitch like they didn't know they could copy but if you said like if you said okay this is your first note uh and then you look at the notes and you know how to go up half down go like all that stuff they couldn't do it so what happened was is they each sat on each side of me and would listen to what i was singing and copy what i was singing which meant if I was wrong, three people were wrong. <laughs> so I got really good. Yeah. Really. And the fact is, is, you know, while I can read notes in, in like a, a score, I don't like, you can't point a note and I'll just go, huh? Like I go based on everything else. Like I still like, because tenors are almost always harmony. Mm -hmm. I almost always just think, the harmony and that's just how i think with everything now like i just go harmony and it's because let's be fair when i was growing up in college especially like most people just don't know how to sing harmony like you don't realize when you can how few people actually know how to sing harmony until you oh, go yeah. somewhere and you start singing harmony and you get five people that all turn their heads and look at you like you <laughs> like did something amazing and be just yeah. because Harmony brings up everything, brings up a song so much. Oh, it does. Oh, for sure. That like, you don't realize that you're a friggin' unicorn. Yeah. And sometimes too, which is, that's so great that you can do it. Like it's, you'll, you'll be like, okay, this is definitely the harmony. But then when you hear it with the melody and you're trying to do it at the same time, sometimes you'll like, at least I will, I'll get like pulled down into like, singing the melody like it'll throw me off of the mm -hmm. harmony like i can do it separate but you add it and i'm like oh my god i need it's like too close but sometimes but, but to be fair sometimes the harmony like there there like there is a harmony to the note but in the song you actually shouldn't sing the harmony and that's one of the things you learn from doing it there will be times where i'll be singing and i'll get to a point and it's like i just know that i need to drop down and sing the melody for this note before I jump yeah. back up. And it's yeah. it's just crazy. It you just never I just, just never realized how how hard. much how weird that is <laughs> that I can sing harmony like I can. I wanted to ask too, Rosie, did you do you have any rituals? Yeah, I used to have a lot. I had weird ones, like OCD ones where I would have to- Broadway strikes me as like the equivalent of like the NFL where everyone's got these weird, like- Weird. Weird, weird. weird things that if you don't do them, someone's going to yes. break a leg on yes. stage. Or the show will end awfully. Yeah. 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 I would have to take a water bottle right before I went on stage and I'd have to turn it three times. <laughs> That was oh one my of, God. I don't know why. I got that in my head <laughs> that I had to do that every you time. I can so see that being a thing. Like once you start, you're just yes. like, this oh, is well, it now. This is the rest the of my show's life. Gonna end if I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, 
That's friggin' hilarious. But yeah, throat coat. I love throat coat. Oh, I use throat coat in Twitch things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. It's a lifesaver because it, it really, really is. it really does coat your throat. It's yeah. true. And I was a I big mean, like dairy person. Like I, yeah. you're not supposed to have dairy. I was like, oh, give me all the dairy. It like it just it literally coated my throat. Oh, do you still eat dairy or do you? Oh yeah. Did you... Okay, I was like, <laughs> give me your secrets if you've cut it out because I can't. Oh. Oh no no. No. Oh, it's the just the best. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna I'm gonna do the ending thing, and then we can okay. talk to chat. I just figure we've just been going and we're just gonna keep going, so we might as well talk. But I'll do the I'll do the yeah. ending I'll do the ending thing and then, and then and then we'll go and we'll we can hang out with chat for however long we want and then we'll end end it. Um, Sounds good. Kalaska, thank you so much for hanging out. This has been an awesome, awesome episode um yeah for um if you want to find kalaska she is on spotify youtube itunes pretty much everywhere that you can possibly get music uh, a link to her link tree will be in the description below same thing goes for rosie and myself just look in the description below if you want to find links to all of our uh, social media things like that um next week don't know what we're going to talk about. We still have to figure that out. We need to start planning these things a little bit yeah, earlier. <laughs> but we will we will we will uh we will have something planned for you guys. Um you know, we're getting close to Thanksgiving, so we'll probably do something probably do probably do something about being thankful. I don't know. We'll mm, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but again, thank you for hanging out with us. This was this was thank uh, you for this was a great me. time. And, I've loved uh, it. And, you know, when you're a superstar, we'll definitely have you back. Or before. You never know. <laughs> we'll see. All right. I will definitely come back. All right. Sounds good.